Hello, listeners, and welcome to this special episode of FF Plus. I'm your host, Aaron, and tonight we are going to predict the future of cinema. But before I go over all of the details on how this movie draft will work, let me introduce my fellow competitors. With me, I have longtime guest, friend of the show, and my partner in crafting these movie drafts here at Feelin' Film, Don Shanahan from Every Movie Has a Lesson and Cinephile Hissy Fit Podcast. Hello, everybody. How you doing? Uh, thanks for having us over here. Aaron already screwed up by calling this competitors. This is supposed to be an exercise. That's right. <laughs> That's right. We're going to tone down the competitiveness deep, for this one. Deep down. It, deep down, you know it. <laughs> People who've listened to these before and, and know your history, Don, know that that's going to be tough to do. <laughs> Appearing here on Feel and Film for the very first time ever, I am really excited to welcome Patrick Beatty. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to do this. I, honestly, I know nothing about fantasy anything, so this is the first time I've delved into any fantasy drafts for anything. I'm going to lose, but I'm going to have fun doing it. <laughs> that is the key. Don't let Don sway you. That is the key. Just have fun and you'll be fine. <laughs> and we won't take advantage of you at all. I promise. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also here for the first time, someone I have wanted to podcast with for a long time, Zoe Rose Bryant. Hello. Thank you so much for having me as well. Um, yeah, I'm so excited to talk about what the rest of the 2020s hold for cinema and our directors. So let's go. All right. Well, since you guys are both new to the show, Patrick and Zoe, I would love to just briefly get a quick history of your experience with film criticism. Where do you write or podcast? You're both part of some amazing organizations and you've done work all over the place. So Patrick, I'm going to start with you. Where can people find your stuff? Like, what are you up to out there? You can find me on ABC4, Good Things Utah, if you're local to Utah and have any fans that are there. Um, PatrickBadyReviews.com, my YouTube channel. Uh, yeah, I've, I've been recently just branching out and doing a lot more uh, podcasting with, with great people like you, and that's where you can find me. Awesome. Zoe, what about you? So it's a funny story, actually. I used to just write reviews on Letterboxd, um, and then I got found by the editor of Loud and Clear Reviews, um, and I wrote for them for a couple years. And then last year, I joined Next Best Picture and Awards Watch. Um, and then this summer, I joined We Live Entertainment, where I'm the awards editor for them. So I'm kind of all over the place, like you said. Um, but yeah, primarily now I do awards editing. Um, and then I also still write reviews for NBP and Awards Watch. Awesome. Yeah, you are, I think, for sure, of the four of us, the awards person. Like You are the one who's plugged in. People need to follow you on Twitter. <laughs> you are a fantastic follow. The rest of us tweet some, but like you are always on and always <laughs> sharing your opinions. And I absolutely love it. I love your honesty on Twitter, too, because you're not afraid to admit a thirst trap. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that is my fatal flaw. But <laughs> <laughs> hey, it happens to us all. All right. Well, for the details of how this draft is going to work, each of us is representing the head of a new film studio. And our goal is to hire a team of 10 directors each who we think will have the best combined awards and box office success over the next decade. And that decade is defined as 2020 through 2029. So we are considering what has already been released up until this point in this you know draft process. Uh, this is entirely predictive in nature. And so we're going to have to take into account director age and the potential for growth as we kind of strategize our way through this. 
Our aim is to end up with a diverse group of talent who can take our studio to the top. The draft is going to be done in a snake format, which means we will choose our starting positions. I'm going to do that here in just a second. We'll go one through four, and then we will go four, three, two, one, and then one, two, three, four, back and forth like that, uh, so that the person who is fourth doesn't get completely disadvantaged. They end up with these two back-to-back picks. And we'll just do that until we each have 10. Um, after the episode has been out for a couple of days, this will be up on the podcast feed as well as on our YouTube channel at Feelin' Film. We will then post a poll on social media, probably mainly on Twitter. It'll be in the Feelin' Film Facebook discussion group as well, but the Twitter one tends to get a lot more uh, votes and eyes on it. And we'll let the listeners have a say on what they think about our predictions and which one maybe that they see as the one that will have the most success. And then if I can remember, I'm going to set a reminder in my phone (laughs) for 2029. I'm not kidding. I'm going to do this. Now, there's no way I'm going to have the same phone. So I'm sure this is going to like completely fall apart on me. Maybe I'll do it on Gmail calendar. That way it won't go away, right? Uh, But I am going to try and set a reminder so that we can come back and look at this at the end of 2029 and maybe have another poll and see which one of us was more correct. Because that'd be fun if I can remember to do that. All right. Well, with that out of the way, so here is the draft order. I'm going to click randomize and drum roll. Come on. We're going to find out. I actually have no idea what the beneficial placing is for this. I don't know if it's better to go first. That's a good question. Here we go. All right. There it is. I'll take it. So it's going to be Don, Zoe, Patrick, and myself. Um, Let me quickly, before we get going here, let me switch this screen over to can you guys now see the draft board essentially yep okay good oh ignore the like non-fanciness of this it's just a (laughs) bare bones but we but we were tinkering with like classroom stuff and powerpoint and jeopardy boards (laughs) we were we were struggling this week y'all we were absolutely yeah and so here we go this is uh this is it we're gonna start up and don you have the first pick no pressure. I oh, I, 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 I was, I, I was ready for one through four. Like I, I'm, I wouldn't mind that serpentine at four where you get four and five. But I'll take this one and come back to eight situation. Um, the number one per, I, I, I attempted to kind of do some homework here a little bit and and be a dork. I uh tried to map out um way too many people. I have like a board of like 107 direct. Tried to kind of oh move them around. I know. <laughs> I way overdid it. Way overdid it. Sorry in advance. No. Um. When I think of this, I'm you know in terms of successful studio sort of thing. I I think of what you think of in terms of um obviously not just you know prestige but also um some profitability and and all that stuff like that. I I need to come up with, before the end of this draft a clever name for my fake studio because I think that would be fun. Um, that would be fun. But that would be fun. So be thinking of it between now and pick ten, y'all. My number one pick is my number one director on the board, and um, in terms of just um in my opinion awards level quality but also just intrigue and sizzle and age and just potential um, for what they've done already to this point and what they can do in another 10 years. I'm taking Damien Chazelle. I have to. But yeah, for me, it's um, obviously he's an Oscar winner where sometimes you see that situation where can a guy get another bite at that apple or get another win in their career? We've seen some folks go their whole careers and never get an Oscar, let alone a second. But um, I think the intriguing thing for me is um, Damien's a, a good worker. Uh, in terms of just, you know, being able to create fantastic cinema. 
Um, he's not a budget breaking kind of guy where it's, he's not going to cost you $200 million a film. And he's um, his popularity in terms of just with us film fans and then also casual fans is growing enough where I think he's the, a good balance of somebody who can bring your studio prestige, um, some maybe some Oscar hardware that to put on the shelves and on the resume, but then also um, some commercial success or, or um, enough creativity to kind of just have eyes on what he does. And uh, to me, that's um, I'll be the person who does the hyperbole thing. He's the best young director working today, in my opinion. And that's kind of where I'm at. I feel like this is a personal attack on myself because you knew <laughs> he would be number one on my list <laughs> as well. Uh, but that is uh, an incredible choice. Like was definitely my first pick uh, if I had gotten it as well. And I agree with everything you said about his mixture of profitability and awards possibility. And that's going to be the trick here in this draft is trying to get as many of those directors as you can and then kind of fill it out around the fringe with ones that are way more likely to have Oscar success or award success and ones that are way more likely to have monetary success. All right. I'm I've gonna, already forgotten the order. Who yeah, is I'm going to leave and come back since I okay. got to wait all the way until eight. You know, I'm kidding. I'll <laughs> I got to know what happens. All right. Zoe, you're up. Okay, so Damien Chazelle was also my number one, um, but I do have a backup, and this is a bit of a heavy hitter, um, a strategic pick, because I have some more obscure directors on my list, but, you know, thinking about what this director has coming up this decade um, and later this year, um, and in terms of how big these films are, how much they can dominate the box office, and how much they can, you know, delight awards voters, I'm going with James Cameron. Um, <laughs> I know, I know. I think I, I, I did consider I'm that shocked. He, yeah. I'm shocked. I think that Avatar, you know, has a higher box office threshold than Dune. Um, and of course, the first one was impacted by COVID and the HBO Max thing. But looking ahead, I think even if it doesn't match the original movie, it will still do very well for itself, especially over the holiday corridor, which I think all the sequels are set up for now. Um, and I really think this first sequel especially will get a lot of people to revisit Pandora and be really excited about that. I think that, you know, the tech departments at the Oscars will really rally around it. So that's my number one. It's, it's a good pick. I, I definitely agree with pick. you that if this movie hits <laughs> the way that yeah. it possibly could yeah. and the way, and James Cameron has never missed, let's be real, yeah. then the fact that there are these three other three or four, however many seven, I don't even know. Set yeah. up, and many of them are this decade, right? Like you could literally just, you're going to, you know, piggyback off of that success repeatedly. So no, it's, it's great. It's a great choice. All right, Patrick, well, your first ever fantasy pick of anything. Maybe mm -hmm. it's exciting. Oh boy. All right. So here's don't my speech. Up. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm <laughs> So I I went with Ryan Coogler with this. I'll just spoil it. Oh, that's great. That's a good pick. Uh, I think he's one of the directors that anytime he comes into a project or he has a vision, it's something that he's emotionally 100% involved with. And that only builds his box office record, in my opinion. Like you need directors that have that heart. And I think Ryan Coogler has that in spades um, with what he's able to do with either low budget films or massive $200 million films. He can really do no wrong. And I would really be interested because with these directors, you kind of need to have them all 
be able to interact with each other and bounce ideas off of each other and build because it's going to be a communal thing. I think he would do such a good job with helping others in a producer role to bring out their stuff and their style. So that's why I went with Ryan Coogler. I like that reasoning. You're you guys are getting yeah, like that's into really the whole. <laughs> you're really you're, like fantasizing this studio idea more than I even thought of. Right. I mean, <laughs> He's got like his directors way. working together. <laughs> yeah, in a weird way, this is a bit of a locker room where you have to have. If this is a brain trust and a creative brain trust, you kind of do need some really good people that can work together. And I, you, you, and I know we're trying. We're at some point in our ten, we're going to mix auteurs with you know commercial you know kind of hands but this is gonna this could get weird if you don't with yeah. a weird mix you know <laughs> yeah definitely all right so i get to go back to back um, blessing and a curse and i mean i will absolutely i mean i was typing in denis villeneuve into zoe's box as she was talking and i was wrong but i'm gonna take denis villeneuve because of very similar reasons i mean i think that the fact that we have dune one in this decade already and that we're going to get the second part i just think that everything he's shown us has proven that he is one of these directors that is probably never going to miss and i think at some point in this decade he's going to get away from the blockbuster path that he has set himself on at this point and he will do some more amazing work in the vein of uh, you know a prisoners or uh, even I can't. What's the what's the one that starts with I? Um, Incendies. Incendies, right? Like, I mean, I absolutely love Incendies. Um, I think that all of his work is just phenomenal. And at this point, he has the notoriety to where, if he was to make a movie like Incendies that was in French and so much, you know, of a smaller picture, like it would get more noticed because of who he is and the success that he's had. So I think he's going to bring the studio both the box office and the award success. And I'm going to pair him with someone else who I think is coming into their own right now. I wish I could get previous films for this person, but I have full faith that they are going to take off like a rocket ship. And Zoe's going to probably be mad at me, but that's okay. Uh I am going to take Greta Gerwig as my next pick (laughs) because I think she's my top, female director on my board and i really do strongly believe that she's going to make enough films that that's one of the the difficult problems when i was looking at making my list was trying to parse out like how many movies are these people going to actually make in a decade some of these directors yeah like like they don't once <laughs> you know? every now and then it's like, yeah yeah one specific female director that i was really intrigued by and i won't mention her until she potentially comes up. We'll talk about that. But yeah, so I'm going to go with Denis Villeneuve and Greta Gerwig as my back-to-backers. Yeah. You're right, Greg though. Has. Like, they don't make them like they used to. Like, like Woody Allen used to make a movie every year. Clint Eastwood used to make mm-hmm. a movie every year. Those folks are few and far between. All right, so that puts us um, back to Patrick, Patrick again. Hey, now. All right. So make for my good. second... I wanted to also quit, quit threatening me to make it good. It'll be good, Don. Okay, how about that? <laughs> you got it. No, I went with the Daniels. Uh, Everything, everywhere. It was one of my favorite movies of the year, if not my favorite movie of the year. We'll see what happens with Babylon because Dam- Damien Giselle was on my list, so I'm a little bit like, wish. <laughs> but the Daniels, um, Swiss Army Man was weird, but in a good way. Everything, everywhere is just you know, balls out fun. And in some ways, literally, 
it, it just works <laughs> on so many levels. And I think these creators have a way to approach something that's high concept and make it seem approachable to any audience. And that's what I would like for my directors. No more uh, basic plot points. We're going to go, we're going to get weird with it, but we're going to make it palatable for everybody. Wow. I like that. That's definitely an upside pick. That's what we call that. That's a, that's a projected upside pick where you're mm -hmm. like, these have not, they're not really broken out just yet. Cause we haven't had the award season where their recognition truly comes, but it, you know it's going to happen. Yeah. And that's I mean, gonna they were going to, weren't they going to do Loki? For God's sakes, that's amazing. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Good one. Zoe. Okay. I am going to go with Barry Jenkins on this Ooh. one because not only is he very skilled in the indie circuit, obviously, he's an Oscar winner. Um, Moonlight and A Feel Streak of Talk are amazing. But he's also directing the Lion King prequel, um, which comes out in 2024, I believe. And I have a hard time seeing that not be a box office juggernaut. Um, and I don't know if that movie will specifically be big in the awards space, but I know that whatever he does next and for the rest of the decade likely will. So I think he's very skilled at kind of going back and forth between both worlds. And I have all the hope in him that he's going to have a great rest of the 2020s. Yeah, he's definitely, I think, getting on the one for you, one for me train. Yeah, where, yeah, and and that is no, no, a no, really good no thing fault for, for that either. You know, that's mm -hmm. kind of how it works. Yeah. You know, you need yeah. it. No, get your get your money, and that way you don't have to make as much of a paycheck in order yeah. to make your passion project. You know, exactly. yeah, it's, it's wonderful. Definitely, that's a. If you didn't, Zoe, I was with, with Barry James. He was number <laughs> two on my overall board. Like I was when you guys were starting to pick some of those other ones, I'm like, ooh, can Barry make it back to me? And and he didn't. <laughs> almost. Yeah, almost. Oh, is this me and back to back here? It is. Oh. Okay, okay. Ooh, in ten years, right? Ten total years. Twenty twenty through twenty twenty. All right, all right, all right. I got to because I know he'll be gone when by the time it comes out of my turn. Christopher Nolan, please. I you have okay. to. Um, oh, okay. Uh the prestige is there. I'm almost like Damien. The prestige is there. Um the box Technically, the prestige certainly is, is there. You know. Uh there. what's that? Oh the oh I that said technically prestige. the prestige is not <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah. Legacy sequel time, guys. Uh yeah, no, no, no. But um but um everything Nolan touches, um, it's expensive compared to Chazelle in terms of the studio thing, but man, everything he touches gets attention, uh, can can establish your studio, uh, can set your studio up with credibility in terms of just, uh, um, you know, that guy represents, you know, film as it is. And, and even in being in a cantankerous way that he does, it, it, it's it's still I mean, that's that's a lionhearted guy to, for, for, for the industry. And um, he may have his picadillos in terms of just uh, what he wants, but what he wants is very positive for the medium and for the art. So I respect that. And at some point he's going to make the right thing that wins that big one. So um, I, I like that chance in the next 10 years where Christopher Nolan back to back. Oh, see, this is hard because I, here's the long wait for me. Um, I can't another one. I can't let leave the board. Ooh, do I go last minute or do I go future? Oh man, man, man. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. This is, Killing me. Um, I'm between. I'm just gonna talk it out because they're between. I don't want to talk it out and do table talk. No, no, don't I'm talk between, it out. Don't talk it out. Don't, don't say the name right. of anybody you're not picking. Okay. Um, shoot. <laughs> okay. I'm so mad. I'm all right. 
The one I don't pick, I will mention and scream out loud when it comes here. I'll take Jordan Peele, please. Okay. I'll, t- I'll take choice. Jordan Peele. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, same thing. Um, much like Chazelle. I, I can repeat myself, but everything he touches draws attention. And at, at this point, everything he touches is drawing a little bit of box office, too. And um, his creativity, his ability to kind of uh, transcend some genres. Um, I know he won his Oscar for, you know, in a way of first time out with Get Out, where um, we we keep wondering if he's going to get that next bite of the apple, much like Chazelle. But uh, he makes enough things in terms of productivity as well for the ten years. Where I bet we, I bet there's five films uh, in that guy's future in ten years. Where, yeah, I'll I'll take Jordan Peele and leave somebody on the board. I'm going to be really mad that I'm missing because <laughs> I don't think they're going to make it back. But yeah, I, I'm super stoked by those two. Yeah, no, it's a great it's a great first three for sure. Ooh, yep. All right, Zoe, take whoever it was that Don wanted. Right, <laughs> I know. I come <laughs> right off the board. Like it's always probably sitting there, like, how do you leave this guy I off know. the board? Especially if wait. Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, Steven Spielberg. Is that oh, who? It was? Wow. Yeah, nice. that, that was it. That was yeah. It. I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Fablemans alone, um, I think, has the chance to be a very big um, Oscar juggernaut this year, and it has a really good holiday release date as like potentially like an all ages you know like drama that people can go see um and i also think you know he's not done he said this is not his you know last film so anything he does most often is you know gets a lot of attention usually gets a lot of box office dollars west side story aside um so i feel pretty comfortable like taking one of the world's greatest directors and having him in my studio yeah it's a (laughs) it's a great choice he's in this group of and i actually have him split off in my list that I made. Like there's like a little subsection over here of like, I don't know if they're going to make it <laughs> yeah. 10 years. Directors, if all you get is um, one, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. If all you there get you is go. one or two, is it enough? Are those two going to be big enough? I'm obviously Spielberg. Yes. The answer is yes <laughs> as well. Yeah. So yeah, not very smart pick. All right, Patrick. All right. This is going to be an out there pick. This is a wild oh one. I'm going to go with Bradley Cooper. Okay. You, the hmm. Upside. That's the name of your studio is The Upside. I like it. <laughs> right there. Yep, that's total uh-huh. Upside Here's my pick. thing. Love it. He can get talent. He can he can bring in people. He's very good in the director's chair, and he's good in the actor's seat. Not something that happens very often with the with the actor director combo. Um, and he's not done a lot of stuff. Like he He's done enough, but... I'd love to see what further he could expand on, especially if he's given the backing of a full studio and all the money and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, I can't argue with that. You know, yeah, I like that upside studios label that Aaron's putting on you here. I picked up my studio. I'm going rookies, rookie picks, rookies. I like it. Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. I mean, I think, you know, Maestro Maestro is going to is going to be incredible, of course. And so you kind of pair that back to back success. He mm-hmm. could very well just take off like a rocket ship at that point. He's already got the awards um, prestige behind his name, even being so junior. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Like like you guys said, it's starting to get it gets tougher now. Yeah. Um, and and everything is it's it's more of a mixed group, I think, where a lot of these folks are interchangeable and it's you're really trying to pick the right one and get lucky. <laughs> so I think for my first of my two. I'm going to go with Bong Joon-ho because oh, I fully believe that at this point, due to Parasite's success, um, he's become a household name, which is incredible. 
in America, I should say. He's become a, a household name, which is incredible. And the next film up is an adaptation of a science fiction novel that I absolutely loved. The concept is great. It's called Mickey Seven. And so it's something that is very blockbustery in the vein of like uh, The Martian or Moon. And it's just, it's going to, it has a, you know, well-known cast. And I think from him to go from kind of quiet release, incredible story of Parasite and winning an Oscar to then essentially like a sci-fi blockbuster. I think that's putting him on the path because we know that he's not going to just do that for the rest of his career. He's going to go back and he's going to make more parasites. Um, and, I, yeah. and I believe in that. Mm. So he's my next pick. And then mm. I, and this is where, this is so <laughs> tough. Like, there's somebody that the, I really want, but I don't think you're yeah. going to, I don't think you guys yeah. are going to take them, but uh-huh. I would be crushed. You said that in other drafts. And- I know. Days of night. It's coming. The fact that you've, you've taken like, all my guys, Don, already. They, oh, yeah, that I was know. crazy. People, t- Somebody took mm. 30 days a night for me, and I was like, what? Um, Come on. Oh, my goodness. I, listen, this is I, hard, this I'm is going. Long wait. This is a heart. It's a heart pick. Patrick's doing some crazy stuff. I'm going to do some yeah. crazy stuff. I'm going to go with Makoto Shinkai. This I knew is it. my animation director of choice, and maybe never going to ever even be nominated for an Oscar at this point. It's ridiculous. It drives me crazy the way that anime is not treated respectfully by the Oscars, but his films have box office success no matter what. Um, International And they just continue to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And again, it's a hard pick. I feel like my lineup is strong enough and I have to have an animation director in here to make myself feel good. (laughs) So... Yeah, I'll go with Bong Joon-ho and Makoto Shinkai. And then I throw it, it back good to good Patrick. Pick. Thank you. Well, yeah, those are really good picks. I <laughs> I don't know whether I should go with the one that's proven box office, but the one, there's another that's underdog and can really shine based on the stuff that they've been doing that everyone has absolutely loved. So I'm going to go with I your think studio. Go with you got to Yeah, I think that might be good Howard. for you. <laughs> I'm going to go on. with Bryce Dallas right now. Bryce Dallas Ooh. Howard? That's Ooh. A, that's I think the work that she's been doing with The Mandalorian has been stellar. And I'm very excited to see what she does in the future with that. And I hope nobody takes the the next person that I want. So I'm going to just knock on wood for that. Do but we Bryce know Dallas if Howard. Bryce has any films coming up? Does she? I don't know. Got anything on I the horizon? Real fast. Yeah. Hopefully Some she doesn't. I keep darting down and looking at my list in fear when you guys t- say a name. So I, I have it pulled up. Yeah. She was on my list. I'm not going to lie. Uh, because Same thing. The, just the potential and upside with her is fantastic, especially if she makes that leap from TV to film. But I can't take her at fifth. Oh, man. Oh, this is like his fourth pick. Ooh. Ballsy, Patrick. Ballsy. Patrick, Pat- Patrick is making the kind of picks that <laughs> will not get any votes right now. But in 10 years, when we revisit this. Yep. He's going to make us look stupid. Yeah. That's exactly what yeah. like, Who knows? Five-time Oscar winner, the Daniels. Yeah, here, we're going to look real stupid. <laughs> yep. yep. All right, Zoe. Okay, so this is another director, um, kind of like Barry Jenkins, who has been in both, you know, the indie space and found success, but also, you know, had a recent big blockbuster, um, and it's Chloe Zhao. And I know Eternals wasn't a total like masterpiece like it had the critical like revolt and everything but i think 
she still has a really great directorial vision. Um, I think that that was more with Marvel's tinkering than her artistry. Um, and I always think that when she goes back to indies, the Oscars will come calling again. Um, and I like to see what else she does in like the blockbuster space. Like I think she was going to do something with Dracula. I think there's a lot of potential for her still, especially with like seven years left in this decade. So I want her on my team. Yeah, I Even. like it. It's a phenomenal yeah. pick. Can't yeah. argue with her I, talent. No, no doubter there in my yeah. opinion as well. Yeah. And she makes she's frequent enough with like um turnaround that we were talking about where yeah. you're gonna get a film every two years from Chloe Zhao. Mm. Mm. Can I plug the writer as her best movie and the movie everybody needs to see since we just mentioned her? <laughs> I concur. I'm right there I with you. I adore the movie so freaking much. Oh man. Wait, we're back to me. All right, Don. Yeah. Times two. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is times oh, this two. Is tough. I know. Um like Aaron, I always had an animation director in mind as well. Um, I will take Pixar's best, Pete Doctor, please. I don't know if he has a movie coming up. I know those things have long production times, but everything. I mean, has he won what two, three animation Oscars for for things where I I just yeah, I mean, to me, he's Pixar's best going, and um, I might strike out where maybe he, for all I know he's slowing down and moving away. But if that's a guy who only gives you two movies in 10 years just to kind of as you know play in the whole studio thing um establishing that area of your studio um giving you credibility and um quality products and um all of those pixar movies make zillions of dollars where i'm you're going to get some profit there so and quality so yeah i'm going Pete unless Doctor. they send them straight to disney plus what's that <laughs> unless they send them straight to disney plus and they don't. I know. I know. I know. That's my fear is a little bit like I, I need cinema to come back. So, yeah. Back to back. Oh. See, there's directors I personally don't like, but I know they're good. And that's my problem. I, I've a, I'm a bit it's of a, a red ass about some people. It's a it's a, I know. Like, play with your, you know, play with your head, not your heart. But I'm going to pass over the two people that are cinephile wonderful people and i'll let you know when they come off the list here and i'm gonna go more towards oh my gosh what am i doing that's crazy don't pick that <laughs> shoot what am i doing okay i got pete doctor right all this right i'll make room of 107 people I, on the list. I, and you know who was number 107 bryce dallas howard oh um, my gosh not, not that Whoa. that was like the rank of it but that was like the one at the end where i'm like you know what she deserves a spot here where that's consideration. That's right really that's cool. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um. All right. I'm changing my mind. I'm going to somebody who I'll go for the artsy crowd. Get, gotta get my indie base. Give me Wes Anderson. Okay. Um, that's a good pick. It is a good pick. I, I, I'm just not, I'm not normally a Westhead kind of guy. Like his movies don't normally hit me, but, um, but I, um, he is good about same thing, putting movies out, putting something out there that, um, gets you attention, brings big stars, brings good business. You never hear a bad thing about the guy. And in terms of the way he he runs his runs his shows, um, economical from a studio standpoint in terms of budget and all that. And at some point, same thing. I know um, he should have won more than he did for the Grand Budapest Hotel years ago, but he too will find that one that that hits for him where the windfall is coming to him. You know, he's going to have that three Oscar night like other guys have had, where screenplay, director, and picture are all going to be in his hands sometimes. So, um, yeah. Wes Anderson. Awesome. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, and the, the agonizing weight. Oh. Yeah. Now you get to take a break for a while. <laughs> yeah. Drink this wine. Mm. Uh, all right, Zoe. 
Oh God, this is tough because I'm going through a couple right now, but I think I'm going to go with John M. Chu. Um, oh. <laughs> particularly because he has two Wicked movies coming out um, in the next few years. And I don't know, I think he's a great director. He was huge with Crazy Rich Asians. In the Heights was woefully passed and, over. And you and, get In the Heights. Like, you. Mm-hmm. that's credit for yes, this decade. Yeah. So. Right. I know. Mm-hmm. And it deserves, yeah. And I think that he's really, like, gained a big following in the industry. Obviously, he got Wicked off that. So I think even beyond Wicked, he'll continue to do great things that delight critics and bring in the crowd. So, yeah, I want him in my corner. I love it. I mm-hmm. was definitely one of my sleeper. I was hoping that he would yeah. fall quite a bit. Me too. Me too. To me, yeah. But unfortunately not. Patrick, you're up. Well, I'm going to go with less the independent underdog and go for the surefire bet. I'm going John Favreau. Okay. Ooh. All right. Mm-hmm. John Favreau has his, have his, arguably have is what started the MCU. I know we could say it was Kevin Feige, but he was boots on the ground. He was doing the movie. And that thing would not have made it without him and his direction to Downey and all of them to do the ad lib while there was no script. Um, Elf. uh, I mean, it's incredible. I think that he has a very big capacity to be um, kind of moving forward as far as technology and advancing things like that. So if you're moving into the next decade and you want to know how the next 10 years are going to look, as far as movies go, he's going to be the person that's spearheading that. And so not only that, but with being somebody that collaborates with everybody, it's just going to be a good fit for the team. Yeah, that's definitely true. Um, He's going to bring you box office success regardless. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, he's, I know he has jungle book Two already in the hopper. It's it's a ways off, but it's going to make bank period. Like Mm -hmm. those movies, like just like Zoe said with the Lion King, it doesn't really matter if it's good or not. It's going yeah. to make mil- hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars because it's Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, and he'll do independent he'll, films. Chef is underrated. Yeah. It's well, so good. Yeah. Chef is an absolute all timer for me. I would love like if we get, if if you picking him in this draft inspires him to go back and make us another indie <laughs> film like Chef. Like that's my wish because that movie is phenomenal. Um, mm-hmm. I just I love it so much. I'm wanting a Cubano now just even thinking about the movie all right ah man i've got plenty of it's a big board mid-range i got plenty of mid-range picks but i feel like i might as well swing some big hitters off Uh oh okay to to add to my studio that i I think (laughs) this is gonna be big plays. so despite the fact that he may not make it the entire decade to be completely honest He's very much like Spielberg, and knowing that I'm going to get a minimum of two movies out of him, give me Martin Scorsese, because there's just no doubt that his movies are events and are awards darlings. This is going to happen, period. (laughs) Unfortunately, you're probably not going to get any box office success because of stupid Netflix, so thanks a lot, (laughs) but um, But, but but I I do... We're playing fantasy it's where both. they're coming yeah. to our studio, right? Come on. Yeah. That's true. In my imaginary studio, Thor's the Flower Moon is going to make like $500 million. But, $500 million. Um, but he has not, that, not and then he has... I can't remember. I can't remember. There's like a... I think it's a presidential uh, biopic or something that he's got right. he's on got the horizon right. There's a second... Well. Yeah. If those are the only two yeah. you get, you can get some good ones from uh, from Martin. Same with... Like you said That's with Spielberg. Thinking. Like, you get two. You get two good ones. Yeah. Oh. 
So I'll go with him, and then I am for my next pick going to take Christopher McQuarrie because oh. as long as oh my that phone dropped. As long as Tom Cruise doesn't die on a set, <laughs> yeah. like we, I'm good. <laughs> I mean, you got two. I don't missions think I really need sure. to explain it. I yeah. yeah. So uh, you know, I kind of went back and forth between some guys in that same vein of filmmaker, mm-hmm. but I think. It's his decade. We, we, we know who you to mean. be at the top of the ladder. I'm sure you do. <laughs> and, oh yeah. yeah. So there we go. Martin Scorsese and Christopher McQuarrie. I got my arts and I got my box office, and I feel very good about those two. Yeah, good balance. Thank yeah. you. You also no. got what my next pick was going to be. So thanks a lot. Oh no. <laughs> well, you take a leave. second to recover. Thinking yeah. about this because I have a backup for him, but it's not as good. I, do. I already know that. So I know. Like, what do you do? Hmm. You still take it. You know what? I say Here let's go for it. I think James Wan would be a great pick to the team. He's got proven exactly box office success. Also can do independent film. All Also billion dollar films. And also a collaborator can work with everybody else. Great to have him. Horror movies that's are a, great. That's a really good pick because you said it. He can do the little stuff. He can do the big stuff. And success everywhere he goes. Great pick. I hope he does another horror movie. I would love to see him direct something again versus just producing. I need I need him to get back in that chair because some of the stuff that he's done that he just produces has not been as great for me, but everything mm-hmm. that he directs himself, I've loved. So You could say that about a lot of directors though. Like James Cameron in the producer oh, yeah. chair when it comes to his yeah. Terminator <laughs> films. Oof. Yeah. Not perfect. Yeah. <laughs> not a perfect rate. All right, Zoe. You're, uh, what is it, number six? Yeah, six. Mm. Okay. Um, so this is the director who started in the indie space, made a movie I love with all my heart, and has now leveled up to blockbusters in a big way. Um, and I think he knocked it out of the park last year, and he gets to do more very soon. And that's Justin Daniel Cretton. Um, oh, yes. Who, yeah, we'll have Shang-Chi 2 and the first of the new, like, event, the end of this phase of the Avengers movies. Um which should be huge um, at the box office. But I don't know. I'm also hopeful that he'll return to Indies like short term 12, short term 12 sometime in the future, which I adore that movie. And I really hope he does because I think the industry, you know, would be willing to embrace him. Um, and I think he could really strike out now that he's a bigger name. So I love it. I mm-hmm. like that. We're getting into that area now where I think some more people like yeah. that are going to be coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Like you're you're stealing Patrick's upstarts here, you know. Like some of these, <laughs> those like those next step springboard people. You're right. We're in that spot. Oh no, it's me in it. Oh. It is. Yeah. <sighs> Man, why do I always have the loudest size? Killing Karen Ellen's microphone. All right, one no doubter that I wanted that I was begging would make it all the way back here, and I'm glad they did. This is this is more of an awards prestige pick, but also. I just really value the man's quality. And at the same time, the box office returns, I think, can grow. And they've grown little bits and pieces with each one he's done. I'll take Steve McQueen. Ooh. Where, um, mm. I know. I'll take Steve McQueen where I, I know he's, in a way, he seems like maybe another one of those directors that they got their Oscar. Can they ever get another? But when I watch, you know, Widows, um, and I watch things that he's done since, I know he doesn't make a ton of films. But... I just think of the credibility that he brings to what he does. Um, I think he can work across several genres so far. I know he's not quite 
um, really spanning out to do a ton of things, super duper different, but can really do something good. After that, oh my goodness, here we go. Got to find that next one. Mm. You're making the turn to seven, so you're yeah. got to start thinking home stretch here, right? Term now, yeah. Oh, see, well, the other indie guy that I don't normally like is still on the board, but I'm not taking two of them. Shoot. Ooh, I don't like you either. <laughs> Why are they on your list? <laughs> yeah, because they're because you have to respect because they're good. I'll say yeah. it. Right, they're because they're good. I'm not going to say who they are. Yeah. Uh, you, Aaron, you know, I don't like this person, but I, I, it'll come up a little bit. Someone's going to pick this person. <laughs> Shoot. Oh, I'm frozen in my spot here. I will take Sam Mendes. All right. Um, I, I and I know his bond days are behind him, and he's and he's pivoting elsewhere. But 1917 and everything he touches also is is so different from the last thing he's done. Also brings a same thing like we said with so many people. Um, brings awards, prestige wherever he goes, or at least just brings the intrigue, brings the stars. Um, makes same thing economical, fantastic spectacle level movies that um that can play. I can play with an audience and play at the Oscars where. I just like what he can do and he's high on my board. I, I just, I, I, yeah, I know not a young guy anymore, but I want that. Yeah. Sam Mendes. All right. Good choice. Yeah. Well, it's we'll find out than... real soon if it was a good choice, actually, when in yeah, my I, light, well, uh, late. Yeah. I know. I, I hear mixed, mixed, divisive, so far. divisive so far. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's no blonde, but yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Zoe. So I'm going to continue my trend of cribbing from Marvel, um, but I'm going to take Taika Waititi (laughs) because, you know, he's very proven um, in the blockbuster space. I think a lot of people love his signature humor, Um, but he's also very good. He came from the indie scene, you know, and Jojo Rabbit was a huge success and he has next goal wins that has been pushed back. And I've heard amazing things about, you know, that film and Michael Fassbender. And I think that it could be a feel good awards player next year or so. I think he'll continue like alternating back and forth through the end of the decade. And yeah, I think he's a fresh new voice in film that we need. Plus his Star Wars movie. So. Oh yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Box office. Yeah, You, yeah. you just kind of, it's like, Oh, check, check box. Yeah. Got that. <laughs> thanks for the, Zoe, thanks Zoe for the ticket. Needs to, Zoe needs to name her studio Scrooge McDuck. She's going to have a vault <laughs> of money that she swims in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Patrick, we're back to you. I know I'm stalling. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it is. It's getting down to the wire here. Um, all good picks and all ones that I was I just about to say before they were going through. This person, I think, would be a good choice, mainly because they have a proven box office. But we don't know how a certain film is going to come out, or if it's going to come out, or what's going to happen with it. I think we all know what I'm talking about. It's Andy Musietti. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it it made a billion dollars. I mean, that's a pretty insane thing for a horror film to accomplish. As well, he would do he would work well with James Wan. Um, I I just think that he has an ability to bring together like a group and have like team up films. Maybe like a horror heist film could be fun. No, not Zack Snyder's stuff. We're not doing that. That's funny that you mentioned that. I actually, since you just brought up his name. I don't know if he'll get drafted or not. I, I don't even have him on my board, which is hilarious. I mean, I'm a I'm a Snyder fan, and mm-hmm. I love all of his movies mostly. Like, I, but I don't even I forgot him. Like, I forgot he yeah. existed <laughs> when I was doing this. 
And that's crazy <laughs> to yeah. me. Um, I am. No, I had really Andy cool Muschietti. Pick. I had Andy Muschietti at 106, right above Bryce Dallas Howard. Like right there at the bottom of the board. <laughs> this is hilarious. I love that you have him yeah, ranked, and we can. I do. That's so great. Patrick's now, I don't think he's the 100. I mean, I don't think he's the 106 yeah. <laughs> best person, but just the, just the way it landed, you know? That is pretty yeah. funny. Has Crazy. your 105th been taken yet? Just out of curiosity. No, I, it's a documentary okay. filmmaker who's not going to get taken. Patrick's, Joshua Oppenheimer. Patrick's got so. a few more choices. <laughs> you might. He I might see. I see one down there. He might take. I'm just saying. Yeah. All right. Now I'm going to start taking a little bit of some swings here. Probably. I want Emerald Fennel in my studio. I need someone. Who is up and coming? Who is the has the whole of a decade ahead of them and hasn't got a ton of success behind him other than like the one movie? But I, I think that she is poised to, along with Greta Gerwig and Chloe Zhao, be like one of the biggest um, female directors of this decade to really kind of take this to the next level. Um, uh, and I and I I'm excited for what she's got coming uh, for sure. So I want to take a swing with her and I'm gonna give. I know because once you take one swing, you take another swing. (laughs) Nobody else, everybody else in this like zone for me feels, you know, very much kind of equal in a lot of ways. It's just a matter of. Sure. I, I I'm have gonna, halves. I'm I have bet. like prestige halves. I have box office halves. In a way, yeah, right? I do. Mm-hmm. I do as well. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm going to get a little bit of a different vibe here. I, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to do it. I'm going to I'm going to be a homer and I'm going to take oh, oh, no. the, in oh, the moment no. right now. I am completely scrambled and, and just relentless about this movie because i just saw it less than 24 hours ago so i'm gonna go and take andrew dominique i think his last two have been phenomenal um i know that blonde is divisive (laughs) but i still think that there are a million awards worthy things about this movie no matter how people feel about it emotionally and Mm -hmm. i think that he is the kind of artistic director that will be able to at least gain that kind of recognition regardless. And I just, I'm yeah. so enamored with his view and his vision in his films that I just, I'm going to do it. I'm going to take him. So, so give me Emerald oh Fennell and Andrew Dominique. Okay. That I like that because um, like you retroactively get Fennell's Oscar for the screenplay and then Dominic could get you like hard part for Dominic is like, what's the next movie he makes? Like it might be five, six years again, but you got this one and that might be all you need. It might (laughs) Might be all you need. And the, the artistic cred is rock solid. That guy. All right, Patrick. No, Don, what were you going to say? No, I keep, um, I keep realizing I'm not doing a very good job of being on camera because I keep looking down on the board, just agonizing. And I'm like looking at my, I feel like a student in class who's like, I know you're smiling and looking at your phone right now. You know, like, yeah, I don't want to be fine. that guy. We're not performing. I'm the camera. worst. It's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I bend down to look at the phone, it looks like I'm just like trying to go to sleep by hour or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So I'll go with a independent artsy person too, Aaron. Tommy Wiseau. Let's pick him 
Remember, I'm just kidding. Wait, okay. I, I was, oh, for a second. Oh, you know, with cow. your draft, I wasn't 100% sure. <laughs> what if I just You don't like, want me to cuss, right? That. Come on. Okay. All right. You swerved <laughs> me good. I just wanted to see if we could get there. No, I'm going to go with Ava DuVernay. I think she Excellent is an, a very important voice and is very good at bringing structure to story. And, and her documentary work is incredible. And I don't have anybody that's done any documentary so far, I think. And uh, yeah, I, I would be very honored to have her part of my team. I like what you did yeah. there because like she can make a feature or she can make a documentary and score just as great with what we're doing here. Great pick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like her. That's awesome. A lot. Mm. Oh man! All right, Zoe. I'm. I feel like this might be a divisive pick too, but I'm gonna go with Baz Luhrmann um, because Ooh, you know he love it. Austin <laughs> Butler. <laughs> uh, not the only reason, um, but I do think there's something about his movies that usually attracts award attention, um, even if it's in mm -hmm. the below the line categories. But this year we also have a surefire acting contender, and you know, like who knows if it can pick up some like picture nominations at certain groups as well it's a bit it's huge success you know like it made like 150 million i think domestically which is like really unheard of for stuff that like isn't superhero related these days and directed at adults um and i think he's like a marquee filmmaker that a lot of like normal everyday you know audience members want to gravitate towards so i think that not only will elvis be big but whatever he does next will also like build on the success and i'm pretty hopeful having him yeah definitely Hopefully another musical, like a real, like mm -hmm. traditional musical. That's what I want more of. Yeah. Oh, man. Don, we're at you. <laughs> Here comes the sigh. All right. It's your last time with Back to Back. So keep yeah, that in and mind. Then I, then I have Mr. Have the Relevant final at the pick end, of the right? Draft. Okay. Yes. So these two got to be hitters here. All right. I'm, I'm seeing that. I, I think you're all seeing what I'm seeing, where there's like, I, not that we're... There's obviously we said where there's Steven and there's Martin in terms of those veterans that, you know, are extraordinary. And it, it, all they might need is one or two films in the next 10 years. And you feel great about what they've done. I feel like there's a big veteran tier, a lot of former Oscar winners that have not been picked yet, that you can go a lot of different ways. But at the same time, when was their last film? How often are they really going to keep going? Not that they're super old, but they're just not prolific. And that's something that steers me away from running my little studio where I would love to take so many of these um, wonderful directors that are that are good but I wonder if they've already peaked and not that I have upstart studios like like Patrick over there but I do try to point where I can in the future at least a little so oh man I'm also trying to do like a little bit of, like, where there's still an Oscar hope you know what nope I'm gonna do a a just straight up fun box office pick. Give me Chance Tahalski from the John Wick series. Mm. Where right. I just like the next thing he, I mean, I know Wick will run out of gas, but the next thing he does, I think will just, he's just going to keep going, making fun stuff and it'll be action. It'll be fun. It'll, it'll bring, yeah, it'll just bring a good crowd. He make yeah, you just, I don't have a bad thing to say about what the action he does where, it's not one of those problematic action directors where like, I'm not taking Michael Bay here. You know, I'm not taking a, um, a, a time bomb for your studio or somebody who's going to give you a black eye or, or deliver a lemon. Stahelski is going to give you something solid. So he's a long way down my list, but I just like what he does. And well, let me throw with, this out there, Don. Yeah. With Stahelski. So you're getting John Wick chapter four. I am. He also is in pre-production for an announced 
another one, two, three, four, five, six films that are yeah. already like agreed upon. And many of them are obviously action films. One of them is Highlander, which right. is going to have a cult following. And one of them is Ghost mm-hmm. of Tsushima, which is an incredible video game adaptation, potential yeah. for a video game adaptation. So, yeah, I thing. think I... he's a great like volume pick. Right. And I, um, I feel like if you do a volume pick, it's got to be, at least for this sort of thing, it's action or horror. Um, and I know yeah. you folks have taken the James Wans and all that, but I know they haven't made a lot of those, you know, and, and ho- the hard part with taking horror is you, you'll get you'll get regular consistent films and you'll get box office winners because they're so affordable and they make money. You might not get those Oscar things, but you get a pretty good you get a pretty good director in terms of just production. And I might go two in a row and, and do that where I did. And I'm not a horror guy, Aaron, you know, I'm not a horror guy, but uh, with Stahelski kind of covering action for me, because Christopher McQuarrie's off the board and Joseph Kaczynski doesn't make enough movies. I'm going to do the coin toss of horror here, the imaginary coin toss. Here we go. Ari Aster, please, for horror. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a good I just, <laughs> I just Well, to me, his movies, he makes more. Um, he makes more movies more often. And his movies just seem to hit with audiences just a little bit more than another horror director of the same ilk, which I'm not supposed to name because someone's going to pick him. But uh, yeah, probably I'll take Ari Aster, probably. Yeah, and this good. flip side here. He was in my, I don't really like his movies, but I would same. be upset <laughs> yeah. if I had him on my team list. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I feel good. But like, same thing. Like, I might not be his guy, but I'm glad he's on my team. All right, Zoe. Okay, so this is a bit of an unconventional pick. She hasn't done, I mean, maybe one pretty solid movie so far, like, that was kind of big. Um, but it's Nia DaCosta. Um, and yes. I've been really a fan of her since Little Woods. Um, and I think Candyman was directed very well, like, even if you had misgivings about the script. And it was pretty successful for itself. And now she's in Marvel as well. Um, so yeah, still continuing the trend. Um, but I think that whenever she does go back to indie film, like a lot of these other directors I've chosen, she'll definitely be welcomed into the club as well. And I think a lot of people are really excited about her and what she's doing. So love it. Mm-hmm. That's a good pick. All right, Patrick. All right. Uh, for the last one, <clears throat> I'm going to go with two. a superhero. Two oh, go. we got two. Oh, snap. That makes it even cooler. Okay. <laughs> I, I was going to go for superhero directors with this one. Um, I'm choosing between a couple, but I do think the one that I'm going with has more of a proven track record and has been able to transition from one uh, major superhero studio to another superhero genre. So I'm going to go with James Gunn. Oh, hmm. that's a good that's pick. A I'm shocked pick, nobody yeah. put James Gunn in theirs yet. Like I was sitting here, like really nobody. But then I wouldn't put him in because I kept thinking maybe you'll. But yeah, no. I mean, you're you're There's absolutely. There's a lot right. of people who are like, we haven't picked them yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. money, 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 and you might get the rare. I mean, he's not he's not going to get you Oscars. I no. guess that's probably yeah. Like his type of prestige, his his indie style is definitely not typical. Oscar maybe an Emmy. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. Maybe yeah. Definitely. Uh, yeah, Too bad we're show. not counting yeah. Emmys. No. And he'll get know, you maybe, the money too. He'll get you that. Know, we'll he'll get you buku bucks. Yeah. Yeah. You got the money for sure. All right. Is this? Aaron, no, it's not your last. This next. Is it. Next to last. Oh no, it's me. It's not Patrick back you to back. Too. I don't know why. This is it. This is it. No. This is for oh, you. This is it. Oh my this goodness. This is it for gracious. you. Last two. That's pressure. Pressure. No. There's. I mean, there are some big the like big Oscar directors. Yeah. Out there. But they've already had budgets. Mm-hmm. Some mm. of them, most of them. I know. 
I, I, first off, Matt Reeves. Give me Matt Reeves. Uh, I, I, I don't know <sighs> why I haven't taken him already. Mm-hmm. Um, I want my superhero guy. Do I have any others? I don't think I do. So I need at least one of them in my group. And I'm looking at my list over here. And why? And I have some. I mean, I'm very happy with it. Yeah. Do we want to go really? This is your. I, I feel like you took it. your swings. It's solid time for I know. you. Well, there's two directors that are going to have movies out that I think are going to be potential for winning something this year or at least for okay. recognition this year. And it's a matter of which one I think is going to be bigger, like propulsion off of this. And I. Okay. I. Mm, I'm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. You know what? I would. Not feel like I was being true to myself if I didn't do it. So I'm going to take Joseph Kaczynski. I need to I just to feel safe. <laughs> like I Look did at that the one, right two thing. action punch. I Look am at that. a gigantic Whew. Top Gun stan from the beginning. So uh, I, I think that it is the blockbuster movie that is going to have a chance um, to get this kind yeah. of recognition at the Oscars this year. And mm-hmm. who knows? If it happens, maybe we will see that snowball a little bit and it will start to become more of a norm for this type of movie when they're really, really good. So yeah, give me those guys. Two big ones from this year. And if not, you always have Spiderhead. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, (laughs) unfortunately this is the first Kaczynski movie I haven't personally liked. Like I I love all of his movies until that. And I was like, man, Netflix, Netflix. Okay. All right. Well, I'm done. And now everybody else gets to make their final pick. Uh, not all at once, though. Patrick goes first. All right. Final pick for me is going to be David Fincher. Yeah, you you want a good team, <laughs> but sometimes you want somebody that's off in the corner making their own stuff and doesn't want to be bothered by anybody else. But when they show up with something, it's kind of the person that's in the group project that's like, you guys just chill. I'm going to take care of it because they'd rather not talk to you. They'd rather just get the job done. That's David Fincher for you. So in a pinch, he could do that. And he's very good at getting the best out of his performers. It, it, mm-hmm. It's a it's a good deal, I think. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. humongous. Like, Quality. Definitely for the prestige but, side and can bring you blockbuster type success with adult drama, yeah. thriller, mm-hmm. uh, when they get to the theater. <laughs> Again, yeah. stop That's going to my, Netflix. My other theory well, is- And future predictions with the social network. He does stuff. Yeah. Uh, like he predicts yeah. things, basically. That's true. My fear is when's his next movie? You know, like he he's taken some years mm-hmm. in between them, but mm-hmm. maybe he's that same thing where if you only get two, they could be huge. Oh, they will. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. All right, Zoe. I'm super excited for Zoe's pick because she's she's man. <laughs> look at that list. So I'm I'm gonna go with old reliable. I'm gonna stop kind of the newcomer trend for this last one um, because I've been waiting on this director because I only think they have one movie left but i think Mm. that he's proven himself at the box office time and time again um i think that an awards coronation could be coming for his final film if it really is um and that's quentin tarantino yeah okay yeah i was Mm -hmm. too nervous i I will admit i was scared off he Mm -hmm. may end up making like two or three more he could totally prove us wrong so i know yeah it's a gamble I know. I think he's taking some time off after Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but I'm like, there's seven years left in the decade. Like, he could totally still get something out between now and then, and 
he, they always throw awards at him. So if there's a guy who's he's young enough to like be that guy who can't actually retire when he says he was going to and who has the kind of just nonstop ideas that would drive him to keep making movies, even though he says he wants to be done. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, yeah. he's that guy, right? Yeah. He's, mm-hmm. he's definitely that guy. So, yeah. Yeah. Strong, strong pick. Don, this is oh it. Oh, my gosh. Man. All right. I know there's a lot more. There's a lot of pedigree in the field and on the board. But um, I'm going to. I'm going to take an upstart and steal, steal, steal a little bit of Patrick's mojo because he's giving me, I'm watching him pick, just giving me all the excitement and mojo in the world. And I know I'm, I'm one of the, it sounds like I'm in one of the minority fans of, of her new movie, but um, I, I love what she can do. And I'll take Olivia Wilde uh, in the last spot Ooh. here because I just, okay. I just, I just love, I mean, book smart. It, it just impressed me to no end. I like don't you know don't worry darling and, but um and even if she takes some lumps or some lemons for that I don't see her knocked down enough where she can't surprise the hell out of us going forward and if she keeps making movies every two years I just like that clip where I admit I was a coin toss between her and like Lulu Wang but I but the, but the same thing with like mm-hmm. the farewell which she hasn't you know, she's not as busy as olivia wilde and uh same thing with olivia wilde from a studio standpoint i mean uh, she brings just a, a professionalism i'm impressed with um brings uh relationships with stars and folks as a, as an as an actor's director so to speak where i just like the way she carries herself and i one of, one of those people like we've been saying in other picks like i just want her on my team simple as that mm-hmm. there you go no it's yeah a, it's a good one and that will wrap it up so before oh I go gosh. over all of our lists, and I will read through them for the audio listeners here in just a second, I wanted to kind of just talk through some crazy names that are not on our lists. My board is Paul Thomas Anderson. PT number nine is yeah not on our list. Like I feel like maybe we failed. I <laughs> see. I I, I but I, I don't love. PTA, I don't trust him. But yeah, yeah like mm. I, I he's actually like you know never he's been nominated eleven times, never won. Um, and his films right. don't blow the box office up, you know, like Licorice no. Pizza made like $17 million. So it's I like, know. I love you, but That's what I don't trust. Yeah, I'm sorry. No Patty Jenkins. That's very, very true. Uh, no Patty Jenkins. Yeah, yeah. No Patty Jenkins. Yeah. No Spike Lee. Nope. Um, uh, Alfonso Cuaron. No Alfonso Brothers. Cuaron. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alejandro. The Safi Brothers. They were really too. close. Yeah. Safi Brothers. When I was down there with Ari Aster. I had Safety Brothers, Robert Eggers, and Ari Aster all in a row where I'm like, ooh, I figured Eggers was your other yeah. horror. Yeah. I had Guillermo del Toro, but I was oh, I was nervous with his box done? office returns. That's Same. true. Yeah. Yeah. I was almost going to say Todd Phillips for Joker 2 alone. Todd Phillips. <laughs> but, <laughs> there's yeah. money there. I mean, <laughs> yeah. there's money there. Uh, James, James Mangold was my other one with Joseph mm-hmm. Kaczynski. Yep. It was between That's those true. two for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but between, you know, his he's doing indie. And then Cohen Brothers, other, you know, Cohen Brothers aren't on here. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, I, there's Brad Bird. I couldn't believe you said Pete Doctor was the best animation director out of Pittsburgh when Brad Bird and Andrew Stanton. I didn't say out best, of Pittsburgh. I just said out of I, Pixar. Out of Pixar. I'm sorry. That's when I like my face lit up like well, crazy. But Brad doesn't make Brad doesn't make enough movies where Pete I know. is you're right. a regular guy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. No, you're right. It's a it's a better yeah. probably pick for this. But um, you've got like um, you, then you have some of those like uh. I mean, ben Affleck makes fine movies as a director. Ryan Johnson, mm-hmm. Adam McKay, the Russo. Uh, Ryan Brothers Johnson was money. Uh, 
high consideration, yeah. Yeah. I thought, yeah, I almost said him, but with Netflix, I was like, the money's not going to mm. be there. So that's, yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. If I, I hadn't wish... gotten Emerald, I would have gone for uh, Sean Hader. It would have been my other upside that's like, true. director pick. Yeah, I think. that's an upside one. But like, um, but then you have that old school group of people like Ridley Scott, Ron Howard, yeah. Sam Raimi. See, I don't think he's going to make it. I but, love Ridley, no, like to same. death. But I, like yeah, literally, not literally maybe to death. Mm. He may not. He may yeah. not. I mean, that seems horrible. Edgar Wright was also one that I, you know. Edgar Wright. John Watts. He's never really had either success John, in a big way. For the superhero side, John yeah, Watts, you're right. I, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah, I also thought of Matt Shackman, Shakeman for who's did WandaVision mm-hmm. and is going to do Fantastic right. Four. Yeah. Stepping up. That would have been my Bryce Dallas Howard pick, but there goes that. Yeah. You know, that's the TV <laughs> step up. All right. Well, let me run down the lists real quick wow. for everybody uh, listening. We started with Don and Don's list. Don's studio reads like this. Damien Chazelle. Do you need names, by the way? Christopher. Uh, no, nah, you can give them to me later. Think about okay. them and we'll put them out when we I do the poll on, on social media. That gives everybody time to decide what they want to be called. Not on the spot. Um, <laughs> so Don's got Damien Chazelle, Christopher Nolan, Jordan Peele, Pete Doctor, Wes Anderson, Steve McQueen, Sam Mendez, Chad Stahelski, Ari Aster, and Olivia Wilde. Man. Zoe has James Cameron, Barry Jenkins, Steven Spielberg, Chloe Zhao, John M. Chu, Destin Daniel Cretton, Taika Waititi, Baz Luhrmann, Nia DaCosta, and Quentin Tarantino. Patrick has Ryan Coogler, The Daniels, Bradley Cooper, Bryce Dallas Howard, John Favreau, James Wan, Andy Muschietti, Ava DuVernay, James Gunn, and David Fincher. And I have mm. Denis Villeneuve, Greta Gerwig, Bong Joon-ho, Makoto Shinkai, Martin Scorsese, Christopher McQuarrie, Emerald Fennell, Andrew Dominique, Matt Reeves, and Joseph Kaczynski. Wow. Those are our predictions and our studios. And yeah, be interesting to see what people think about this yeah. predictions. And, you know, if anybody agrees with any of us or if they think we're all crazy. And, I and think honestly, also, think we're all crazy. You're right. Probably. My favorite part is when people come with reasons, though. You know, I I love it when people respond. And so if you're listening to this, find us on social media when the polls go up or in Facebook groups, wherever we all are, which we'll talk about here in a second. And let us know what you would have picked differently. Like if specifically if somebody like just really you're passionate about that is not on any of these lists. But tell us why. Tell us why we're wrong. Kind of like we told you why we were picking our people. Uh, Let us know why you would have done it differently before we wrap up if you guys could quickly tell the people where they can find you on social media where they can find your work where they can follow you chat with you all those good things um, don i'll let you go first Keep sure you can find my uh published work at 25 yl uh and also every movie has a lesson i'm the co-host of the cinephile hits the fit podcast you can find that on anywhere you find your podcast stuff um twitter look for casablanca don or obviously the cinephile hits the fit or my outlet of 25 yl Zoe? You can find my work on Next Best Picture, Awards Watch, and We Live Entertainment. And you can find me online on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd at Zoe Rose Ryan. Patrick? Find my reviews on PatrickBadyReviews.com and on YouTube, Patrick Beatty Reviews, Twitter, Pappy Reviews, and Instagram, Patrick Beatty Reviews. And on TV? 
Oh yeah, that one. ABC Four, Good Things Utah. <laughs> it's I just it was it's so cool meeting all of you. I'm really excited that I got to do this. Thank you. Oh, it is awesome having you, man. Yeah, and uh, and I love right. that you do get to post clips sometimes of your show. So uh, sometimes we we can't actually watch you, even though mm-hmm. we don't live in the state. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Thank this you. Costume game all. is strong. It's amazing. It is. Yeah. It when is. they let me in there with a costume, I show up. <laughs> I have to get. Thank you so much. Up. Thank you, everybody, for being here. Um, if you want to f- connect with me, you can do so. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Letterbox, everywhere, at Aaron L. White, A-A-R-O-N-E-L-W-H-I-T-E. And then there are links to everything in the show notes, the Feel and Film Facebook discussion group, etc. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. We hope you enjoyed. We'll be back soon. Until then, keep watching and keep feeling film.